your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is the ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man, your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Welcome, everyone. That's me. This is Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Was that was that you hitting hitting there? Was uh, that you? Is that, yeah, that's what you used to do. Yeah, that's what I used to do. You were the what, deaf what, man. I, I do this yeah. now, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just sitting there. Fan Man. Man, this is uh, this is the place to be. You know, this is the number one place for the number one idol in America, at least. American idiot? Hey, no, Amer- no, no. Oh, American she idol. is okay. not an idiot at all. No, no, no. Not, I, I didn't say she was an idiot. She's a very I said fine young idiot. lady. Oh, finally, yeah. Oh, hey, did, yeah. You see, did you see last night when they brought on those weirdos, the black chicks? You see her with the yellow thing on? She looked like a, a yellow chicken. Wait, 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 wait. Was she an idiot because she was a black chick? She's an American idiot. Uh, uh, right now, no, 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 they I'm about the, to get no, no, go no, after no, his no. head now, They picked guys. out the goofy people and oh, the black see chick, that. and she was, like, really big. Oh, no. And she, and they, she was one of the weirdos that they uh, put on stage back in January. You know, I, I actually missed part of it. it I didn't. Funny. I didn't want to see anything until they actually, you know, picked two oh, winners. Pick, I'm one of those kind of people, you know. Oh, I like the red yeah. carpet stuff. I get all excited. Oh, no, no. The red carpet, you know, that, that was just an opportunity for the guy. What's the guy's name who, you know, was... Simon Cowell? No, the other guy who was drunk eating, you know... Oh, that was uh, uh, um, Hasselhoff. Yeah, it was just a chance for him to, you know, get some airtime. That's yeah. all that was all yeah. about. Well, I just looked at that. I just uh, fantasized about that sandwich falling out of his mouth that he's on the floor. It must have been a clean floor, clean well, carpet. You better watch your words. Fantasizing about a man eating yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, fantasizing, <laughs> sitting there looking at him going, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> welcome back to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Hey, uh, we like to say congratulations to Jordan Sparks. Definitely say congratulations to Jordan. You know, she's, uh, you know, an outstanding young lady, you know, got a fine family, you know, dad, you know, former professional athlete, you know, yeah. playing for the Giants, you know, uh, yeah. but, but, you know, yeah. a very good football player and, and obviously a did very play, good father. Did you, did you play against him? Uh, I, I think Felipe came a little bit after I did. Yeah, he played at ASU. He was really good. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy for him and his family and I'm really happy for the Valley. You know, that brings tremendous amount of exposure and I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I bet you that she gets to sing the national anthem for at the, the Super Bowl. I bet you, yeah, it'd be perfect. I, I go out on a limb, and I think, she, I, I think she should do that. So, listen, so everybody from Arizona, with the exception, i got to say this, with the exception of the Suns, you know, are stepping up, you know. Mm-hmm. And she stepped up when she was on the spotlight. It's time for the Cardinals to step up. That's right. The football Cardinals, you know, it's time for them to step up and, and do the best they can. If you'd like to give us a call and go on the air and uh, have your opinion uh, voiced over the Internet, 866-472-5787. Again, 866-472-5787. So what are we going to be talking about uh, today, Ray? Well, it looks like we're, we're going to talk about a number of things, but it looks like uh, some of the guys are, are starting to pay attention. Uh, you know, when, when Wise has stepped in and said he, he wants to have a, a different type of ball club, you know, it looks like... Uh, in particular, one of our offensive linemen has shed, you know, a few pounds here, shed about 40 pounds, you know, in order to get in shape uh, for this new kind of aggressive offensive line that we're going to have to have. Yeah, that's uh, Elton Brown. Yeah, it's a, he's just not going for, you know, fat, out-of-shape linemen, you right. know. they got to be in shape. Yeah. they got to be in shape, you know. The guy was 380 pounds. He lost 40 well, he's pounds. Pushing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he, he was pushing. He, he, he was 340 and, and went up to 380 and, and, and started – 
from a few games, you know, the previous year, and then was inactive just about all of last year. Well, basically, Weisenhunt's saying the guards have to run and pull, and being 375 to 380 is not you, acceptable. You can't, you can't do that. You can't, know, you, you know, that's too fast. Well, it's like it. this. You know, I've said some things about Edge, and I think perhaps maybe he may not move as quickly but as he used to, but one thing he's going to have to do is he's going to have to have a guard who can pull out. Well, again, that's been the holes. problem all along on the O-line. Again, saying the same old thing. They don't uh, protect the quarterback, and they also don't protect the runner and open the holes up. And if the guard has to run to the right, Right or left to open the hole for Edron to run it run, then we'll we'll have something uh, really hot. Well, you know what that you know hey. that that just makes me hope. look look back on time and and this game is a game that is is really becoming uh, a huge men's game. You you can't be a small guy anymore. But you, when you talk about an offensive guard that's three hundred plus, you know I'm talking uh, let's say three fifty plus. Mm-hmm. That means the tackles are 360, 370. You right. know, these are huge men. You yeah, know, very and, big. And, and, and are you considered small now compared to those guys? I mean, looking well, at you. Well, yeah. Are when you I, considered I, when a small I, when guy? I, when, I, when I played strong safety, I played strong safety, you know, probably at the highest point, you know, I probably weighed 206. And, and now, you know, strong safety is, you know, 220. Some of them are 225. So what were you? Know? 206. 206? Yeah. Well, and and that was big. That was, that that was, that was, big was, that was considered pretty big, you know, right. but things are. You know, things are changing. Yeah, you know, bit. you can always tell a football player in the supermarket. You can always tell how big they are. Really? You oh know, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're well, so big. They look. They, they look like, we're like the rest of us are midgets. Well, you know, it's interesting because I. I I'm sorry, I, I cut I, up I the have, midget people. I, I have a son, and I tell my son, you know, there's the things about this young man. If, if you want to be a student athlete, there is a, a certain look that a student athlete has. A mm-hmm. person knows an athlete mm-hmm. when they see him. he he should look like an athlete and should conduct himself like an athlete. And yeah, speaking sure. of conduct himself like an athlete, they should. You know, let's let's talk a little bit about let's talk about conducting mm, yourself as an athlete. That's a good idea. And, and this is something to do. I'm gonna break away from the Cardinals a little bit, but but bring them back into the fold and and talk about this thing about Michael Vick and 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 this dog fighting thing. You know, I don't understand why you know the league. You know, other than the pressure they're getting from some congressman or some senator to to look thoroughly into this thing with Michael Vick and this and this dog thing, but yet and still, when you have you know thousands of no, I don't say well thousands of former players who have been a part of your organization, who now a great percentage of those players are suffering from you know the pounding they've taken on the football field, and you hire doctors who find that there is no uh, direct correlation between uh, the head trauma and their physical well-being. You know how can you how can you dispute that you don't increase their chances of head injuries? You do increase the chances, but they don't. That's, that's not that's not what the doctors are finding. The doctors are not the the doctors that are being uh, hired by the NFL do not want to go on record to say that there is an increased chance. And as a matter of fact, uh, you know research has shown that because of these guys playing football. They've got, you know, post, you know, injuries Traumatic. that are that are related well, to you know, their you know football. Right? When you watch the game and you see the guys get hit that hard, and you know, they, with the replay equipment and the, you know, the right on top of it, you can actually see the hit. You see the guy's head going snapping back. They're getting kicked over, upside down, cartwheels, landing on their heads. Sometimes I look at some of those plays and I go, "Is this guy? Is, is he okay?" Because of the way the hit was conducted and the way he fell, and. 
I don't know why the NFL would turn around and hire doctors to say, no, it has nothing to do with it. We had, you have one of your best friends, Andre Waters, who That's played right. for the Philadelphia Eagles, who uh, basically he committed suicide because he had uh, so many problems with his head trauma and he had so much pain that he couldn't deal with it anymore. Well, and nobody it, wanted to help him. It, it, it was definitely related to uh, early uh, yeah, early symptoms of Alzheimer's, you know, and, and that, that was research that was found. And it didn't take it long. Yeah, but he I was, mean, after he died, you know, within a few months, they were able to come up with that conclusion, but yet and still, you know, today you have doctors who don't want it. But my, my, my biggest, my problem is, you know, why is that such a, a major concern for the people who played the game and right. the people who are playing the game, but not for the league? But the league, you know, you'll have a guy like, you know, Portis, who, uh, you now know, running back, is, running back for the Washington Redskins, okay. who basically was being interviewed and, and asked an opinion about what he thought about what was going on with Michael Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why should they be asking Portis? Uh, uh, during an interview about the Michael Vick situation. What the hell is that about? You know, Why? I really don't know. You know what it is? The media goes out to get people in trouble. And if the guy, uh, it, let's say he had a drunk night last night and he just happens to be off key and he said something wrong, they go after him and all of a sudden this big explosion happens on the on the downside, which really... Nobody really cares about what Portis has to say about. It. Why are they asking questions to Portis? What, well, what you know, happened? there are many people who who have said that you know I, you you have to be media savvy when you speak with the media. Yeah, but they try to trick you That's into exactly saying right. the wrong thing. So they tricked him. They got him in trouble. Then the Redskins have to announce this PR release yeah, that he didn't mean what's this. That all about? Blah, blah, blah. They the don't bottom line is they should be going to Michael Vick and complaining to Mike, about Michael Vick. Did you were you involved in dogfighting? Is this going on? Don't get a senator involved in this. Is you know people do dogfights all over the country. They or they, they do they do the pit ball thing and they battle. Now is that now, now I, I didn't know that is that legal is that legally done uh, in this country? Uh, it's uh, it's illegal in most states. So it's illegally done, but it is done. It is done. Yeah, they they, they do it with the uh, cockfighting. They do it with the dogs. They put the two dogs together to the death. They do that. Okay, and it's probably out. Well, in I'm the not saying I condone that. But I'm saying to you, if you know, and many people in this country know that that is legally, I mean, illegally done, but being, you know, conducted, you know, I guess it's, again, an opportunity for somebody to go after somebody else with a very high profile right. to get attention. This senator or congressman, whatever he is, I don't even know what his name is. And, mm -hmm. and many people probably don't know his name, but will know his name pretty soon because Michael Vick will give him all kind of PR because he'll stick by his guns on this thing for the simple reason is that it's, it's going to give him increased publicity so he'll probably win his next election you know as well as the, all those advocates out there for animal rights and I'm, I'm listen I think every animal out there has this right to, to live and be treated fairly and, and not to be you know mauled and all those type of things I'm not into dog fighting but my only question is why for football why is that more important about an animal you, you know, and one person yeah. than all these other guys that are out here suffering. Well, a lot of people, Ray, in this country... Uh, None of them went on record to lot, apologize right, for right. the players but that just Andre right. just died. And lot, I guess that could be bothering a lot, of, a lot of people in this country would rather take care of their dogs better than people. Okay, yeah, they're, that, they're, you're right. There are people. You're right. There's a lot of people. You're right like about that. that. There's you're a right lot of people. Like, and anyway, Vic is a he's a native of Newport News. He uh, he's a registered dog breeder. Now, if you're a dog breeder, you breed dogs. You love dogs. Okay, that, yeah. that's, that's what dog breeders do. They're not gonna they're not they're not gonna t t turn around and do dog fighting with with dogs. They, I, I don't see the correlation between the two. I'm not saying that Michael is guilty. Right, no, but what I'm saying is, you said he's a dog breeder, but I'm not going to say that he's totally innocent when it comes to this. For some reason, in the back of my mind, I think he may have something, something to, do to do with the dog. Well, the bottom line is, he, his cousin, this Devon Bodie, lived at the house, 
And uh, Vic said that he didn't know that a large kennel on the property could be involved in criminal activity. Criminal activity, of course, is the illegal dog fighting, which is betting, gambling on the dogs. Yeah, that, 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 that's just amazing to me. I, I just think that, listen, if for football, you know, I think you stay involved in what your business is and protecting your business and making sure that your players are healthy, the former players making sure that if they have issues uh, that you're there to support them to deal with their health issues. I think that's protecting your game. You know, to go after Michael Vick and his dogfighting activities alleged, alleged because some congressman has got this group of, you know, supposedly powerful people behind him. Dog people. Uh, that, well, uh, or animal activists, you know. Uh, that, that's exactly I, what it I, is. There's I, a spokesman I, I, here from the... Uh, from the Humane Society of the U.S., almost 100% of animals seized in dogfighting investigations are euthanized because they have a level of aggression that makes them dangerous pets and neighbors. See, that's, you know. You know well, uh, if you train the dog to kill, if you train it that way, and a lot of people do that for the gambling aspect of illegal dogfighting. That's what they do. Now, if Vic knew about this. You know, Vic should have stepped up and said, yeah, my cousin was doing this. And, yeah, Mike, hey, you know what? Hey, Mike, if you, if you knew about it, man, you got, you got to step up to it. But, but also, I, I think that the NFL has, you know, a, a bigger fight to fight, and that is, you know, go out and fight for those players who help build this game and make this game what it is for you today. Well, you know, on the other side of the fence here, talking about dogfighting and this and that with Michael Vick allegedly doing, dog, you know, pitting uh, pit bulls against each other, um, uh, former Arizona Cardinals offensive lineman Leonard Davis, they call him Big, you know, Big, he oh, yeah. saved a horse's, uh, a horse's ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The horse was sinking in dirt and, and, and ready to go under like quicksand, and he got his uh, big tractor yeah. and pulled the horse out. Oh, there you go. See, again, there's another guy more concerned about the animals than what he do for but Matt. He, what he do for Matt last year? How many times did he save Matt? Yeah, he didn't save Matt's ass at all, <laughs> but he saved the horse's ass. Here's, here's the thing with this. This didn't, this only got in the news here in Arizona. Yeah, they, the Michael right. Vick thing went national you, you because see, of the dogs. The he, good guys never win. The right. good guys never win. Never win. But, anyway, anyway, you're listening to Voice America Sports with Ray Ellis, former uh, defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns, and my name is Fan Man, and we'll be right back after the break. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. YouBet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Listen up, 
race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend, Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Call now. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. Now back to Ray Ellis Sports. And we're back. My name is Fabian, along with Ray Ellis, and you're on the Voice America Sports Network with the Ray Ellis Show. If you'd like to call in, you just heard the numbers. I will tell you the numbers again. 866-472-5787. Again, 866 866- Four seven two five seven eight seven. So you know, uh, you were you're going to talk a little bit. I know we you you know we're on that break. You know this stuff about this dog fighting. You know, and you know I I just again you know whenever whenever you think about you know a person being able to have the opinion. This this is the United States of America, and you're supposed to have an opinion. Now, just because a person says something, depending upon if it, if it's you know if he's making a personal attack on an individual and. And, and their character and things of that nature. I know you can be sued for that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. you don't want to do that, you know. But when we talk about, you know, in, general, and yeah, in general, you know, I, I just feel bad, particularly, you know, when I was you know, watching this thing on ESPN the other night, and I saw Porter's have to come on and, and retract his statement, and and then he and Rod Woodson and this other lady, you know, go back and forth about it, and and he just simply said he was asked a question, you know, and he made some remarks, you know, he said he's not condoning it. But, you know, I, I just don't know, you know, where can you where can you say what you feel? I thought there's always the opportunity for there to be pros and cons. I don't know why they go after football players or basketball or anybody. It should be through between the Humane Society and uh, and Vic, basically, to find out what you know really what happened. Really, I, I, why, you know, why, why, it's about money. You should, know what? It's about money. Why should they ask? Why would they? Uh, let me ask you a question, right? Why would they ask you? Well, well let me tell you Michael what it's about. But, no, but, but, but here's, here's the thing. When I say it's about money, it's because the Washington Redskins, who they didn't ask the Redskins anything. Maybe yeah. they called them and asked them. But they said that they didn't well, support the statements. But let me tell you why. They're so concerned yeah. about advertisers pulling dollars away from them that, you know, they have to say that they're totally against it. Yeah, but why did they ask Portis? What was the reason for asking him? Who? I mean, why? He doesn't he, even, he's he, they're not even on the same team. They, yeah, why don't they ask an Atlanta player? Why don't they ask an Atlanta player what's going on or somebody close to the action as uh, the, the alleged action is going on instead of somebody in Washington or wherever Portis lives? I mean, it's but you know what, you know, but you know what really, is, you, but let me tell you what really now what happens is the commissioner now, the commissioner now has to, to do something about this. And the commissioner has taken this hard line on everything. And there's another guy out there, a wide receiver from the Denver Broncos who's supposedly been charged with, allegedly charged with a felony. 
and you know he's being charged with a felony uh, because I guess there was a fight someplace out in a bar or something. He was involved in it, and now he's being charged with it. And so people want to know how come you don't know about that? Well, you know they said because he's a backup player. You know, and his name is not a big name. He's a no-name player. So, and I don't even know what his name yeah, is. Yeah, he's a no-name you know? player. But still, you know, if you're the commissioner of a league and, you know, you're going to implement these rules, you've got to do that. And then there's this thing that's out there about the NFL where one of the uh, the Steelers, one of the, uh, some people in the Steelers administration, some of the coaches sent out this uh, pornography uh, email. And 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 it reached you know it. to the How come well, I didn't get that? It, it reached the executives and NFL management, oh, yeah. and so he was reprimanded. But he just got slapped on his hand. Well, see, pornography versus dogfighting versus any of this. I mean, whatever's in your personal but it's, life. But it's the commissioner, and, and where he's going. If he's going to draw a hard line on on some things, he's got to draw a hard line on everything. And why are you going to treat one person different than you treat another? Well, person? basically, you know, you shouldn't be. You know, if, if Michael Vick is in the dogs and whatever he's doing with the dogs and. They find this out, then they go after him, and then they ask Portis, and then they go to the NFL commissioner, and the NFL commissioner is getting involved in people's private lives. Now, it's not proven, and he's not guilty until proven guilty. He's, 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 uh, he's what innocent. Saying? He's innocent until proven guilty, and they're making this thing up that he, this guy's a, he's, he's killing these dogs. But I mean, guess he's a what? Dog you know what? You said he's innocent until proven guilty, right? Well, right. And why the, did the guy for the Cincinnati Bengals, again, I don't know his name, he allegedly got in trouble for punching his girlfriend, right? Uh, she tried to retract the statements. They cut him immediately. Yeah, they cut him immediately. He, they, he they never want, got his right. day in court. They don't want the bad press. In, in other words, if I said something bad here on the air and I made this company look really bad, they would fire me immediately. They would cut me off because they didn't want to lose the advertising money. And that's exactly, you know, I could say but I, we're I not, assaulted we're, but we're talking no. about not choir boys. No, you got to yeah. understand, you know, you know uh, and, and forgive me, Lord, i got to say this. And it's until proven guilty. my own self, you know, there's something a little strange about a football player. You know, you just knowing that somebody is going to hit you and you just let that, you stand there and you take that punishment because you know you have to take that punishment, but you've got to catch this ball. There's something strange about that. The yeah, average you person, can, right. if you saw something coming about to inflict some pain, you're going to move. Yeah, sure. You know, but somehow or another, you Well, what's this have to do with the, with the, with the Cincinnati Bengals player? Well, you know, you, you got to understand that these kind of people that you're dealing with, they're not going to be, you know, just guys who just never get in trouble. Well, they get Sometimes big egos. they're going to get in No, it's not the Eagles. Yes, it it's is. Just, no, it's not. No, it's not the Eagles. It's just that. Wait listen, they just had a problem here in Arizona. The Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the baseball team here, the uh, you know MLB, Major League Baseball. This guy uh, was beating up his girlfriend or his wife. I, can't, I don't. Uh, I'm not condoning other. beating up. Okay, he was beating wives, up the no. girlfriend, and and you know they found out about it, and blah blah blah, and they cut him. I mean, he was he's done. I well, mean, see, well, if they wait, finish. I, but they found that out, and they investigated, and it was true, and it was he was right. proven guilty. He was proven. Okay, well, so, yeah, he was proven guilty, and then. They cut you, but you can't get cut before this. This is like the Michael Vick thing and all of this with these dogs. I mean, is that really going to have an impact on the game? Well, Atlanta? it's going to have an impact on the game if you get rid of Michael Vick. Yeah, it will, if you get rid of him. That's right. If you well, keep him, hey, everything's yeah, cool. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And, and see, those are the things that I'm concerned about because now what will happen is Michael Vick will end up on a five-game suspension. Well, you know what? I don't really want to talk about this anymore. There's there's so many other things to talk about. We're promoting this now by talking about it. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Right. But you know what? The I'm defending Michael Vick. Yeah, well, I, I'm defending Michael Vick, too. He's innocent until proven guilty.
guilty if he was doing dog fighting and doing this kind of stuff with pit bulls. Okay, fine. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, anyway, well, let's talk about this. Arizona, we 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 lost the opportunity for the Super yeah, so Bowl what? in 2011. So what? Who cares? We got the we got the Super Bowl in 2008. So what? What's yeah, the but, big well, stink about well, that? Well, you know what? The, the big stink to me is first of all, what are the chances of you getting in 2011 if you have it in 2008? None. Yeah. Slim and none. Slim and none. So why did you waste the two, three, four, five million bucks to go after? Well, that's what they're all complaining about here in the press. Why did you lose? If you, if you, you said you were going to go and get this game. Why did you lose it? Now, Dallas won it. Dallas is building a stadium at a hundred with a hundred thousand fans. Well, they can do that because they always pack the stadium in Dallas. They never pack the stadium here. Yeah, everything. Okay. Is, the Super Bowl will be packed. The Super Bowl will be packed. But uh, Jerry Jones is building this uh, this monstrous stadium, which is going to be state of the art. Hundred thousand people. The NFL could say no to Jerry Jones. Dallas is a great football town. Dallas is kick ass when it comes to football. They're always in the middle of something, and there's always a lot of uh, great football to be seen in Dallas. So I'm. But it was fixed. Dallas it was it. fixed. It was. Fixed. It was not fixed. I'm telling you, it was not. fixed. Listen, I, no, I, you're not no. going to have a man who no. bid on a Super Bowl who spent all this money on this new stadium to host a Super Bowl, and that, that's why you. That's why we right. got it here. That's why we got it here. That's exactly. So they, it was fixed. You know what? We got NFL, it here. They got it. Right. The NFL said, and this was a couple years ago uh, after the '96 Super Bowl here at the Sun Devil Stadium, they said they will never hold another Super Bowl here ever again. Until they build a new stadium. And the reason is because that stadium is old. They need the state-of-the-art stuff. And that goes from television, electronics, and everything else, you know, combined. So Bidwell's go build the stadium, and then here comes the Super Bowl. Okay, they got their shot, and they'll get a shot another three or four years after the uh, 2011 uh, game. Oh, they, oh, they, they, yeah, but they won't get it back. That, that's almost like back-to-back. But let me also say this. You know, Indianapolis didn't get it. But Indianapolis is building a new stadium. And they'll get it. They'll get it in but three years. But you know years. what? But nobody, who wants to go to a Super Bowl in Indianapolis? It's cold. That's like going to the Super Bowl in Detroit. You know, you don't do that. You know, that's taken away okay. all the excitement about the All right. Super it's Bowl. like Philadelphia. Philadelphia bought, built this beautiful stadium. But Lincoln, it's not a dome stadium. It's so, not a dome so they're stadium. Ne- they're so never going to get a Super Bowl. They're never going to get a Super Bowl no, in Philadelphia. No, never. 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 Anyway, not, not if you'd like to uh, comment on what we're talking about, about these stadiums and the Super Bowl and so on and so forth, 866-472-5787. And eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven, and the owners of the NFL get this. This just came in. They're discussing trimming the draft, Ray. Well, you know, I think that what they're trying to do with that draft that thing is it's, it's a couple of things. I think they're trying to trim the time in terms of how much how long the draft was. I think there was a record this year for how long the first round was. So they want to trim. Uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. 15, no, 15 minutes. For the first round selection and 10 during the second. That's exactly right. And so they want to trim that amount of time that you're given. I mean, come on, these guys spend, you know, what, five months preparing for the draft, and then it's their time, they're on the clock, and, and they don't know who they're going to pick? Well, you know, I, I, that's what I don't understand. They're, they're, they're all, they already know who they're going to pick. Basically, they just got to do a little bit of arithmetic, basically, who has been taken and who hasn't been taken. But, you know, they, the first three, maybe even five picks already know who they, you know, want going in. And basically, I never understood why they have to use the whole 15 minutes just to get on the clock, walk to a podium, and announce who you want and get it over with. One more thing. Brady Quinn looked like he was about to cry during the draft. Remember we talked about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was crying about? He was crying about all the money he lost. But then, no, no, no. Let me, let me say this to you. You know what? And, and just the opposite of Brady Quinn, there were two young men the other night for the NBA draft who were gentlemen and scholars and they they answered the question the right way and 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 that was a big kid from ohio state odom and then the kid from uh texas yeah what they said okay and they said and they were they were concerned about being first or second pick 
you know, they said it really didn't make a difference to them. You know, they were just honored to be drafted. And, yeah. you know, should be an honor. they're going to be drafted in the first round anyway. <laughs> and that's the way, you know, Brady should have said. <laughs> but anyway, we got we got a few comments we, we want to make, uh, you know, about uh, <laughs> Coach Wizard. This guy's really entertaining. You know, it's great to have such a great co-host and fan, man. But listen, I'm Ray Ellis. I'm your host on, on Voice America Network. And uh, we're going to pay some bills. And then we'll be right back after these breaks. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. That's how it's done, baby, right there. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by. We'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Call now. Let your opinion count. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. Now back to Ray Ellis Sports. And we're back with Ray Ellis Sports. Uh, my name is Fanman, along with Ray, sitting here uh, reading. I don't know what he's doing, reading something. Anyway, you can call in if you like to, 1-866-472-5787, 866-472-5787. We're talking about the um, uh, Cardinals losing the Super Bowl bid to Dallas. I was reading my horoscope. Oh, the horoscope? Okay. And we're talking about uh, why the Cardinals spent, or the organization, or the state spent a lot of money to get the Cardinals the 2011 uh, Super Bowl. 
And they're going to have yeah, it in 2008. I, so. You know, and, and uh, I just don't think that they stood a chance. They should have known they didn't stand a chance. When Jerry Jones was in the hunt for that, when Indianapolis was in the hunt for that, those are two teams who, like you, just spent all this money to build new stadiums. And, uh, you know, it, just, it was just a chance for us to, uh, you know, to save some money. We know we weren't going to get it. We shouldn't go after it. But anyway, you know, I think there's a lot of people going to be pissed off. I don't know a lot about what's happening in this area, but I did hear something about the Bidwells, you know, just – well, the Bidwells were mixed into that. They, the Arizona Republic, the uh, local newspaper here in Phoenix, reported on Tuesday that some high-ranking state officials believe that wrangling, wrangling among local organizations and the NFL could affect the state's chances. So everybody's trying to put their little thing in there to try to, w- to get it for whatever reason they want to do it without working as a unified force. Well, everybody's got their agenda. Everybody's well, got no, their no, no. Agenda. The agenda is to get the game here. That's the agenda. But yeah, everybody but else has to. Got, you know, no. Somebody's trying to get a deal under the table over here. They benefit from it. You know, instead of you know, uh, listen, we ha- we already got it. See again, it's going. Already already, it. Look, it's going into the bidwells again. Another issue focused on whether the Fiesta Ball should retain control over one of the three stadium party suites, the organization finance, or turn it over to the NFL. I mean, this keeps on going on and on with the fighting with bidwells. One of the su- one suite. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, oh, the, it's a party suite, so yeah, it's the largest suite. Yeah, it's a suite. But still, you know, they're, they're one of, they should have control over Over one of the three of them. And, and, okay, and, and well, that's, you know, suites is money. I mean, money. they're fighting over a suite. It's, but that's money. Oh, come that's on. Mo- this is that's ridiculous. money. That's money. Okay, we got Joe from Kentucky on the line. Joe, thanks for calling the Ray Ellis Sports Show, and, and this is Fan Man. Yeah, this is Joe from Kentucky. I wanted yeah. to call and talk about dog fighting. Uh, you know, Joe, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you called in. Can you tell me a little bit about, and again, no disrespect to the folks in Kentucky, but uh, are, is there a dog fighting going on down there in Kentucky? We've been dog fighting here in Kentucky for about the last 80 years. Is that right now? Is, is, is it legal or illegal down there? It depends on who you talk to. Uh-huh. Uh, I say it's legal, but the folks with the badges, they say it's illegal, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, the folks with the badges, those those are the guys that, you know, they, I mean, they, you know, they've got the guns, so they make the rules. You let, know? Let, let me ask you a question there, Joe. I mean, what else is there to, to do in Kentucky anyway, except go to take, take, your, girl, Kentucky take, Derby? Your, take your girlfriend to a dog fight? Horse races, football, and dog fighting. They, dog. Got, they, got bas- they got the best basketball in the country. Well, no, you know, you were talking about, we're, Joe, you in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the urban centers of Kentucky or you in the, uh, in the hills? Yeah, I live in the hills. Well, let me just ask you this. You know, uh, do you I'm think it's... I'm a big fan, Ray. I love the, the Philadelphia Eagles. My wife's from Philadelphia. Okay. You, well, listen, I did, I, did, I did the best I could back in those days, man. You got a girl from Philadelphia? I did. How, how'd you do that? I got a little money. <laughs> you got a little money? Oh, that's from that dogfighting betting, huh? Yeah, well, man, listen, let bit. me ask you Did you hear anything? Did you hear about this Michael Vick story? I did. And, you know, if you're going to dogfight on your own time, that's your own thing. And that, and, and let me ask you something. So, would you say the majority of people, let's say in Kentucky, do do they feel that that's on, that's an okay thing? Because not everybody does it, but how yeah, the people, the majority think, of people feel about it? I think about? I think half yeah, the state depends on if you're a dog fighter or not a dog fighter. I'm a dog fighter, so I believe in dog fighting. Been fighting dogs since I was about twelve. Yeah, do you like cockfighting? You know, I never really got into that. It wasn't too exciting. What, what made you move to the dog fighting versus the cockfighting? Say that one more time. Is that your toilet and your trailer? Is that your toilet in the trailer? What no, was that noise? You no, know, I, I don't live in the trailer. I live in a nice house. Oh, really? Two car garage, got a Corvette and a pickup truck. Really? So you're doing pretty hey, good. And you're my kind of guy, man. My first car I had in my life was a Corvette. So you're doing pretty good with that dogfighting stuff. Yeah, well, that's not my only job. I, I, I drive a loader, a construction loader. Uh huh. So that makes pretty good money. 
Well, let me ask you this. Loaders. You know, but I, I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, the whole thing about this dog fighting is it's according to the people who do it, it's a sport. Am I right? It is a sport. It's just like boxing. You can't put boxing gloves on a dog. So and you, you know what? I'm fight. so glad. I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly what you know. I feel that. Listen again. I, I, I don't like all sports, and I don't watch all sports, and I've never seen, you know, a, I've seen a couple of dogs fight, but, you know, it wasn't an, an arranged dog fight. It was just one dog attacked another dog, but no, I will say this. No, these arranged. There's belts and weight classes, different sizes. Well, I'm, listen, I, I will say this, though. When you said boxing, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why this, this congressman or this senator you know, has so much concern about dogs. When you watch boxing, do you see the way people walk out of those rings, the way their faces look sometimes? He's not concerned about that? I mean, why would he be so concerned about the dogs fighting? I don't know. I guess they think it must be inhumane if you're fighting dogs. But, I mean, fighting dogs, if dogs fight anyways, you might as well make a dollar, have a little fun, you know, dog fighting. That sounds like a lot of fun there, Joe. I'd love to do that on a Friday night. Get a couple of beers. What kind of food do they serve at dog fights? You know, whatever they're cooking at the hometown, usually chicken or steak. Yeah, Chad, do you, do you ever eat dog food there, Joe? You're you're cutting out on me, guys. Oh, did you ever eat dog food? Well, hey, thanks for having me on the show. I really like oh, dog fights and football, okay. so right. big fan. Goodbye, I listen Joe, on Kentucky. the Internet every week. Thank you, internet, guys. The Internet, yeah. You, well, Joe, you have a nice uh, Memorial Day weekend with the dogs, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling in on the show. No, you know, I, I think that's good for somebody like him to call in and give. I mean, this is somebody who is an advocate of the sport of dog fighting. Well, I would like to have somebody call in that that finds it inhumane. Well, well, we got a senator who's advocating for it in terms of it being. Well, no, we no. need the other side of the voice. Wait, no. they don't, these people don't have a voice. That's what our show is all about: is giving people a voice who don't have a voice. Well, you gave a voice to somebody who put pits dogs against each other and to hurt the poor animals. That's what you did. That's, well, what, that's what they do. No, he they said, shouldn't be doing no, that. No, he said it was a sport. No, it's and not then a sport. He, and then it's an illegal no, sport. No, no, it, it may be illegal, but he said it's a sport. But you know, so, so on a Friday night, that's what this Okay, we have a guy, Jake, on the line. Jake, you're on the Ray Ellis Show. We're talking about dogfighting with Michael Vick. Where are you calling we're from? We're actually and talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, we were, but we're in the back <laughs> end of the dogfighting. Hello, guys. What's hey. going on? This is Jake Rothschild from, from PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Okay, Jake, how you doing there? I am doing awesome, but I didn't like that last caller. He sounds like he's got a brain about the side of a dad's dog food can. (laughs) Okay, Jake, I can't tell you what size his brain is, but he was a guy who was an advocate for the sport. Uh, Sounded pretty dumb to me. It's illegal in in the state of Kentucky, but but he voiced his opinion. Let's hear yours. Well, do you know anything about PETA at all? No, no, I don't. I would give you a chance hey, to, I, to I, educate I, me no, and the no, rest of the no, people. No, I do. I, uh, when you see the beautiful women out there nude and they have the furs and they flop them off, that's what I know about. I didn't ask you what you had for dessert. Oh, okay. Thank you. Founded in 1980 and based in Norfolk, Virginia. It's a nonprofit tax-exempt 501c3 corporation with 187 employees, and it's funded exclusively from people that donate. And what we're interested in is people that are treating animals ethically. Um, Dog fighting, it does not allow that to happen. You have to make the dog mad. You have to piss him off. You have to not give him food. And then you have to go ahead and put him in with another dog that's got the same attitude. Sounds, uh, sounds to me like football. Sounds, sounds like football, basis, Jake. I bet you're going to eat Fan Man. He ain't much to look at, but I bet you he tastes pretty hey, good. Hey, Jake, let me tell you something. But, Jake, Jake, that sounds like football to me. 
Jay, that you know, you put, like you put, yeah, you, let me tell you this. You put $3 million out in front of a guy, and you tell him if you kill that guy over there, you get $3 million. You, the guy who kills him, he gets the $3 million. And I don't literally mean kill him, but the guy, you knock that guy no, out several times, you enter your man. Well, do they die in every dog fight? Every dog fight, the dogs always end up dying. Well, you Someone's know what? going to get injured. Yeah, Jake, well, Jake, Jake I, I end up my football career because I've got a uh, you know hernated disc. In my how long neck. was that career, sir? Seven years. Jake you, Ray, so I got, you one, got seven years. Well, no, 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 no. Let me take that back, seven, Jake. Seven let's days. take seven years and let's go down through you know my early years of junior high. So when you had that's about a twenty thirty years of you know pounding my body you exactly. know, to play football. You might get seven rounds in dog fighting before the dog, if you're lucky, is injured permanently. Well, well, I, I, well all I gotta, due respect I, well, to dogs, I think their life spans, you know. Well, uh, let me say time. one thing. I got $100,000 on spot tonight. Is See, that a spot bet? You, yeah, spot. You, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just say this. I, I, I appreciate And that you, dog better win. I'll kick his teeth out. I appreciate you advocating for what you believe in. Well, you know, in but, Kentucky, but, but the whole thing about is, I, I, all I'm asking is that I'm really here defending Michael Vick for one, until he, you know, he's innocent until proven guilty, and then two, this other guy Portis, who basically just spoke his opinion, and then you know he's being attacked as if he's done something wrong for voicing his opinion. Even if your opinion is, you know, you know, pro or con of the position of the person who has the great authority. You know, he feels like he's in jeopardy of losing his job almost. And he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And that's just a byproduct of the flack and, and uh, the fact that uh, there's still a lot of, uh, and I'm going to put this out there like that, ownership of people and what they do and, and how they conduct themselves. Uh, unfortunately, that's a whole different scenario. I'm going to stick with the people for the ethical treatment of animals. I mean, in Kentucky, if you take your sister yeah. out to a date and punch her mouth, that might be considered a sport. Well, Jake, you know, Jake, the other day they have a problem here in Arizona where they got 150 little pussy cats now that uh, little kittens and pussy cats that have nowhere to go. These people are dumping them into the uh, the Humane Society and they have no room for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people don't care, take care of the pets. They don't. They, they don't have them. Uh, you know. Um, um, Neutered. spayed and neutered. They don't take care of these animals. Correct. And, and, and then all of a sudden these people decide, well, you know, I'm going to make money off the animals, so I'm going to go do this dog fighting thing with the pit bull. And in fact, the other day in Arizona, there was a kid that was attacked, or maybe it was Detroit, I'm sorry, that was attacked by a pit bull. Yes, you're the right. The dog, if that dog came after me, I would kick the shit out of that dog. I would kick it so hard that its head would be out of its ass. I a, would a re- dog like that. Because you know, that dog I, was I trained to, to kill. I have to with you, fan that, man, because no, I, I, as a young I, child getting off the school bus, I remember the same kind of thing. There was this cat in the neighborhood that owned owned a, a dog, and he would terrorize the younger kids with that dog. Well, I got smart one day, and I got home ahead of the dog, and then I went out looking for the dog. And he came after me, as he always had, but this time I had a fishing rod, and I laid oh. that dog open. Well, anyway, that dog back. never bothered me okay. again. But you well, know what? To what? this day, it bother me, bothers me that I had to do that to the dog. I actually should have done that to the owner. Well, what Ray was saying earlier about the boxing situation, you know, you put two guys in a boxing ring and they beat the living daylights out of each other. That's what they do. And we watch it as a fan base and we get into that beating up. I don't get into it. I think it's pathetic. Well, those two boxing. boxers made a constant decision. Are you telling well, me the dog well, made a constant no, no, decision? Wait, wait. I disagree with both of you right there. I want, I, hold on. See, because this is what Hello. many people do things for money that they wouldn't do if money was not involved. And, and you know, people always talk about how much they love football. But let me ask you something. How many days throughout the year in a 100-degree temperature like it is here in Arizona, or let's go back to sub-zero temperatures like it is in Ohio, right. you find men in their mid-20s or early 30s out in full equipment out playing football for free? 
They don't do they it. They don't do it. But when you out of the sudden tell somebody, I'll pay you $3 million. I'll do it I'll then. pay you $5 million. I'll do it for 100 bucks. It. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Now, it's the money. And so these people aren't doing this just because, oh, they decided to do it. It's like somebody says, well, you know jump what? off a building. You know, you know what? Well, there's it, direct motivation, and then there's indirect motivation. In your case, you're doing it for the money. The dog is doing it because he's hungry, because he's been mistreated up to a certain point, and now he's put into a ring or an area with another dog to do the same thing. You're telling me that dog made a conscious decision? No. He's hungry. He's going to eat some ass. But wait a second. When you think about the motivation, the money okay. is how okay. people take okay. care you of their what? families, how you, they you feed know, themselves. You know, That's we're, how we're people get we're, we're getting off the sports thing. We're going to take a break. Jay, can you stay on the line so we can continue this conversation about PETA and dogs and dog fighting? Yeah, bite me. Okay. Uh, no, I don't want to bite you. you. Just stay on. Where are you calling from anyway? PG show. PG, it's, P, it's a PG, PG show. 13. Okay. This is uh, Fan Man <laughs> along with Ray Ellis. We'll be right back on the Voice America Sports Network. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the executive director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches, as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball. That's the College Basketball Experience, airing live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Call now. Let your play and count. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. Now back to Ray Ellis Sports. Welcome back. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm Ray Ellis with uh, my co-host, the number one in the world. Demon. That's him. And uh, We have Jake on the line. Yeah, so. we still got Jake on the line. Jake, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay, listen, we're going to give you a chance to wrap this thing up, and then we're going to close out. I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, about Keyshawn. Do you know anything about Keyshawn Johnson, who's finally decided to, to, to hang up the cliques? 
Yeah, I thought I thought he quit the game a little early. To be honest with you. Yeah, he, he may have a little bit in his motor, you know, still, you know, he's, he's, he's turned into a possession type right receiver, you know, obviously when you get down in the, in the red zone, he'd be good to catch some, uh, you know, some touchdown passes, but, uh. Well, Peter uh, won't protect him though. No, no, Peter won't protect him. See, again, they won't. They won't the protect him. The slow foot is not included in our mission statement. Well, you know, you know what? I think players get to a certain level, and they go, you know, ESPN comes by and says, "Hey, you know, we'd love to have you on. You're you, you're very knowledgeable of the game." And he's saying, "You know what? I've been beat up all these years. I think it's about time that I move on and get out of this and and start a career in broadcasting." And I agree with you. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's an opportunity for a guy to walk away from the game, a guy who had a good career, won yeah. a Super Bowl. Great. You know about you know maybe one of the 16th uh, or 17th. He was a good players. player, man. Yeah. He was very good, and you know he was very competitive. That's what I like about wide receivers. Like he's a very yeah. aggressive, competitive. He wide wants receiver. to win. Wants to win. He's right. a wide receiver with tight end speed. Right, and it makes it hard to, to really match him up. He's he's a tough matchup many times. Well, unfortunately, because that's one of the first things that goes on speed guys, and Keyshawn was never a speed guy by any stretch of the imagination. No, uh, no. What happens? No, no. He never blew by anybody, but he knew how to use what was given to him. Possession, like you said, uh, is nine tenths of the game. Right, and he was a deceptive type of uh, you know wide receiver in terms of his speed. He had a very long stride, and before you knew it, he could be up on you and, and pass you. And if the quarterback knew how to throw the ball, you know, at the right time, uh, you know, it was going to be six. So thank God he didn't play for the Cardinals. Well, he could now. Well, he could now. Anyway, no, no, Jake, no. We got a great receiving core. I don't think. We oh no, no. no. I'm just, I was just making true. a joke. That's I was just true. making a joke. Yeah, anyway, we, you guys do have a great receiving core. Jake, uh, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it, and uh, keep on listening. You can call in at eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven again eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. Guys, you've been great. I uh, do apologize for a pop off there, but I get a little anxious when people start talking about dog fighting and cruelty to animals. That's what I do here. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, you can find us on PETA.org. Okay, Thanks so Jake. much, Jake. Thank you very much. You have a nice holiday. Uh, holiday weekend. Hey, you know, I, uh, you know, one thing I did want to say is, uh, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about Coach Wisenhunt and, and, and uh, Wisenhunt and what he's uh, doing here and uh, trying to develop some young players. And, you know, he, it seems like he's getting a little concerned about, you know, people making judgment about how good this team can be. Uh, before they even put the pads I, I, on. See, that's the spin thing that we've been going through for 20 years, saying, you know, and, and this has not, not, nothing to do with the current coach, but in prior years they would turn around and say, this, th- these guys are great, They're, we're going to have a great season. They're already starting that spin, and Wisenhunt's going, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. Right. You know what, don't lie to the fans anymore. You can't do that to the fans here based in Arizona. Now in Dallas and Philadelphia, they are, they're winners. I mean, they go out to kill and, 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 and win games. That doesn't happen here. Well, you know, one thing about it, that, but that just lets you know the kind of coach that he is, too. Right. Because, again, that, that you're raising the expectations and you're putting the pressure on him. Right. And you start talking about how good this team is going right. to be. That, but that's the media doing that, too. The media, well, yeah. the media here is a spin media, and they will say anything. And I don't know why they do it, because they come back and then they put down the Cardinals when they lose. Let the coach do his job, build the team up, and the coach knows exactly what's going to come down. And if this team is not ready to win this year, and if they win a few games or go, you know, 8-8, eight and eight, well, I think Wisenhunt's going to be honest with that and say, yeah, I think we're going to be a 500 team. But next year, yeah. and you've got to be honest to the fans. Yeah, but I, you know what? I, I really do think they're going to make the playoffs this year. But, I don't but think I, but so he's, at all. But, he, but no, he's, take, he's taking a direct approach. He's taking the right approach. And he's saying, no, hold on. These guys haven't even put the pads on. I know right. I think we had a great draft and all that. They've only but, had three mini camps. Yeah. yeah, why are they saying they're going to the Super Bowl like you and saying playoffs? And no, Ray, we've been here long enough to understand that this team has to prove it on the field starting with the first 
first game. But I'm not saying on season, paper, the first game. But on paper, on paper, on paper they look what great. What you've done is you've now you've you've plugged some holes in which yeah. you need some areas to improve at, and I think we've done that. And so be, because of that. I can look at this from a perspective of thinking, boy, you've addressed some needs that you needed to based upon what some other people did in your division, and you should be able to make it out of here, you know, kind of unscathed. You know, I want, I, want to, I want to say one thing other than what we're talking about with the Cardinals and Weisenhunt. Did you hear the rumor that uh, Philly might be trading McNabb to Chicago? Well, you what know what? the hell's that about? And you know what? Again, you know, and I saw ESPN the other night, and, and there was a couple guys on there that thought that that might be better for the Eagles really? than it would be for the Bears because the Eagles would get some needed defensive help uh, at a position. Yeah, but look at, at the quarterback. At, at linebacker. Look at the quarterback situation. They got rid of Garcia. Then they got that guy they drafted out of Texas who nobody knows. I mean, he's, Well, know. the thing about the kid was he was a four-year starter at Texas, you know, yeah. and, and they played a spread offense down there. So, you know, there wasn't too many situations, according to him, that he hadn't seen in college, you mm-hmm. know. And so, you know, pretty much like Brady Quinn, you know, somebody who feels like he's been somebody who feels he's been prepared to play no. at the pro level, but you haven't been prepared to play at the pro well, level he's not until prepared. you yeah. play at the pro at, level. At the pro level, but if they let McNabb go, what happens to the Eagles' season? I mean, well, yeah. they could be, you know, what they could be doing, and I don't know if this is true because I'm not there in Philadelphia anymore. Is if you do that, then you're saying, okay, we'll we'll take a hit for a year to prepare for the future. That's good. Yeah, well, no, not today. In today's game, you don't want to do that anymore because that yeah, you you could lose too many players in a year with free agency. You're right. You know, but you, we're going through a rebuilding process. The Cardinals have been going through a rebuilding process since '89, except for '98. The Eagles uh, have been what four NFC championships or three NFC championships. Uh, went through the Super Bowl right. loss. I mean, they're going to go through this process. The players have gotten older. McNabb is getting hurt all the time. It might be a good move. But a lot of Eagles fans would be very upset that McNabb goes. Because he is the he's the he's the stalwart there. I mean, let me he's just tell you, if, if McNabb is in Chicago, Chicago wins that Super Bowl that was just played. Yep, I think you're right. And still, the Indianapolis Colts. So I mean, he, you know, the, the, the Colts won the Super Bowl, but you know, I, I think that the quarterback, you know, uh, didn't really help the, the chances for the Chicago Bears. You know what I like about McNabb? One thing about him, when he makes a mistake. And by when, the way, re, one reason why that, that sorry to interrupt you, that's it's so attractive for Chicago, if, if they considered that. Is McNabb is from Chicago? Yeah, there you go. That's his so home. hometown boy. So even yeah. if he, even if he goes in there, you know, to ride his career out on the bench, and who knows what happens? Maybe somebody gets hurt and he ends up starting. And takes you know, the, and takes him to the Super Bowl oh, again. Oh yeah. What really gets me about McNabb is, and, and I've never met him, and I would like to, but when he makes a mistake on the field, when he messes up, he smiles. Do you well, ever notice that with him? The camera's in his face, and he's smiling, going, "You know what? I made the mistake, but I'm not going to let it affect me." And he always comes back and he wins. And it's just amazing. Well, for, may, for many years, people in Philadelphia wanted to, you know, wipe that smile off his face. They did. They really did. I loved it. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't take that too. They didn't accept that. Well, Philly's well. different than yeah. The they they, they are different, you know. So that 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 was a bit of a problem, you know. But uh, you know, one thing that we, you know, when you look at this team here. Uh, you know, it'll be good for, you know, see some smiles on faces here, provided we got a lot of touchdowns. We're scoring and, you know, making well, they big win plays games. on defense. You know, you know? They, 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 they have to go out there and win the games. And, again, we're in minicamp, and all the fans are getting uh, excited because the media is doing the spin. And I think to the fans from Fan Man, just wait. Wait till the preseason starts, and let's see what Wisenhunt puts together. Let's see how the O-line works and the D-line works and what players are really going to step up to the to the grass and make – this happen. So when the Cardinals go up and they play on Monday Night Football, they're going to open against uh, San Francisco Monday night. I can't believe the NFL is doing that. It's unbelievable. But it, 
it'd be great to see them win. I, I would love to see them win. But, you know, I've been through so much here in this town with the Bidwells and everybody and, and everybody else has too. We want to see a winner on the field, period. Well, let's just say this. Uh, in closing, you know, one thing for sure is, is this going to be a different Cardinals team than we've ever seen before. And hopefully, as, as Coach Wiz has said, it's going to be a more it's a smarter team, a more aggressive team, and a team that's going to been that's going to win more games they've won before. Listen, uh, we thank you for joining us. This is Ray Ellis on Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And uh, enjoy your holiday. Be safe and think about what it's all about. And uh, I want to just think about those folks who are no longer with us. Take care. And Bye-bye. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports.